everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, I am Kevin. I am Jack. I am Matt. And we are joined again by our, our friend Sean. Hey, Sean. Oh, holy shit. I'm not banned. Yes. No, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not if you if you keep not talking into the mic. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Professionalism. Uh, uh, we we uh we I we invited Sean back because uh it is WrestleMania season is upon us. Uh, by the time and, uh, this episode goes up, WrestleMania have will have aired. Will yeah. have aired. Yes, WrestleMania will have happened. I'm going to go in and predict a mixed bag. Mixed bag. Mixed bag. Uh, what? What? Whenever you say mixed bag, what do you mean? What do you, I don't know. I don't know the terminology. Uh, th- there will be things that will be highly pleasing in all likelihood, and a couple things that will be deeply distressing. But but here <laughs> here's the thing about wrestling fans. There's 33 uh, WrestleManias. With for true WrestleMania fan, for true wrestling fans, there's probably only four of them that they truly enjoy <laughs> like <laughs> am i wrong for like that, oh, that off, the, off the top of my head where you can just go that was a really just top to bottom really good show that sounds about right about four yeah uh, uh now most of them are mixed bags some of them are pure shit uh we have not looking to... at anyone in particular four. Oh, i was gonna say nine. Oh, nine, nine is nine is unbearable Nine is awful. Guys, we need to talk about that number. I, I do too. It's divisible by three. Fuck yeah, that number. Fuck that number. Fuck <laughs> nine. I'm taking a hard stance yeah. right here on this show. And, fuck the and number you know nine. What? You know what? I'll add another one in there. 27. Oh, you, son uh, of a bitch. Son of a you know what? I yeah, just got that's done the, being that's 27. The one is, right? I'm over it. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's, that's the. You're over it. Yeah, we're over 27. Um. So yes, there's some that are shit. I think this is looking like it's gonna be all right. Um, uh, well, what number? What number is it? Thirty-three. Oh no, this one's fuck. That's that's two prime numbers multiplied together. So and no. it's divisible by three. It's divisible it by is three. Divisible by this three. one's gonna be shit, guys. Sorry, numerology um, we'll, wins. Well, we'll try. <laughs> we'll try again next year in New Orleans, I guess. Oh, um, Jack, you're coming over to watch it, aren't you? Uh, you bet your bottom dollar. Matt's a maybe. I'm a maybe. It depends on We're traveling stuff. that day. Yeah, we're traveling. Uh, will you go to the wrestling bar with me in uh, in in Chicago? Maybe. What time? I don't, I, we'll I figure it out later. Time. We're, yeah, we're going to go. be in Chicago. Go. No, we'll Matt take a, and I are going we'll to Chicago quick, this I got weekend. Plans. Let's take I got a quick plans. respite Listen. from the podcast so that Matt and Kevin can hash out their Let's schedules. Just share your calendar with me on okay. Google. Okay, so tra- just, my calendar is Travel itinerary. Let me this tell you. Weekend. So I've got a lunch date on Saturday oh. with my cousin. Oh, I'm going to meet her from bo- the south. From. <laughs> I'm going to meet her boyfriend and her dog, oh. and we're all going to have sex. Oh, especially the dog. <laughs> yes. What kind of dog are we dealing the with A southern here? dog. Ooh. <laughs> a southern bell dog. Woof, woof. Hello. It's a man. It's uh, a- <laughs> <laughs> I too declare. No, I do believe this flower is starting to wheel. The, the funny thing, though, is my cousin sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. So it's a real contradiction. The dog is a bell, but boy. Boy, I'll tell you. She's all, I, I, yeah, you'll hear this. Uh, exactly. There is there is a uh, former diva that 
owns a bar in Chicago called oh, the cool. Square Circle, and I want to go to there. That'd be cool. Yeah. Victoria, do you know her? I don't really know her that well, to be honest. I, I, I vaguely remember her. Yeah, right she was kind I, of... Remind me to print up uh, business no. cards for the podcast you can hand them out okay. inside of that bar. Yeah, we'll and, <laughs> and get kicked out. <laughs> be like, hey, you like hard. wrestling. Guess what? Let's here's here's a podcast. Want to hear me we're, talk about it? We don't talk about it. We're this, we're all sitting around a, like a kitchen table, so it's we're we're real professional guys. I don't know. If we it's haven't even like talked it. about wrestling yet. We're like five minutes into we, this one. We kind of did. We kind of did. Okay, we kind of mentioned. Did. We mentioned WrestleMania and a former diva and yeah. Southern Bell dogs. Southern all right. Dogs. Um. So, uh, uh, yes, WrestleMania, uh, uh, at least you'll get a report from me and Jack, uh, yes, which should be, which should fun. be good, should be fun. Uh, if you have any interest in it, Matt, I will give you my WWE password. That's fine. But <laughs> fuck you are. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Don't share your passwords. Uh, anyway. Uh, we want what we wanted to talk about why I invited Sean onto the show was not just because it's WrestleMania week. Um, it's also because they are inducting uh, some people into the Hall of Fame this year. And we want to talk a little bit about the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, we've talked about some inductees in the past. We talked. Uh, we're obviously not gonna. This year they are inducting Rick Rude into the Hall of Fame, like a week after we mentioned that. From the- my <laughs> lips to God's ears, my evangelizing <laughs> has finally been heard. Yes, uh, like it was like the next week. <laughs> I saw that. I was just like, "You've got to be." Because yeah, you posted on the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. What happens? What happens? This uh, is the power of the microphone, guys. That guy's got. <laughs> that guy's really on to it. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's got a good idea. I know him when I see him. Goddamn, uh, pal. I smell money. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn, pal. All right. Uh, I just lost where I... Oh. Okay, so there. there's many... Uh, the Hall of Fame has different wings to it as well. We'll talk just a little bit about the Hall of Fame in general. There's, just like Red Bull. It's, it's got just, wings. It does have wings. Um, it's got... Your main one, which is like all the wrestlers, it has celebrity wings. Uh, then it has the uh, warrior. Uh, what's that called? The warrior award or warrior spirit award or something like yeah. that. Um, That's the one named for the ultimate warrior. Yeah, yeah. After him, after him, and then it's like the people who are they're not wrestlers not rest- yeah cuz we talked about them yeah one um, of them was a little boy yeah it's the saddest story ever but yeah. uh yeah ideally it was supposed to be for guys who worked for the company but never got any recognition and the company kind of turned it into well we don't really have to do what he says do we <laughs> that, that is true <laughs> you're like <laughs> fuck that guy you're he held my, me up for money you're not my fucking boss <laughs> <laughs> no one tells her it's a man what to do <laughs> Goddamn, pal! All right, um, so, so we 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 uh, I'm God in this ring. You get out of here. He has said that. Before. I know. Uh, I he know. made God do the job, dude. <laughs> there's a trivia question. Uh, Brodus Clay's theme song. God walked out to it. <laughs> that is the true thing that I noticed. 
Um, so so uh, the inductees this year. Did, oh my god, my Wikipedia app is fucking up. Hey Wikipedia, Wikipedia. go fuck yourself. It's all lies anyway. It's all lies anyway. Okay, I just want to read off the list. Do you have the list in front of you? I, I have most of the list. Okay, well we'll just read it off. Uh, or do we just want to start with some of them? Uh, they have not named a celebrity this year. I don't think they're gonna have one. Uh, so no celebrity wing what this year. What if Trump got inducted twice? again? Like they're just like president of the United States. I think maybe what if he showed up. What if that motherfucker showed up? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Not doing his job. So do let me. Maybe I should go through the past celebrities on this one. Uh, there, there is such a thing as too much heat. <laughs> oh God, there is. Um, where's where the where's the celebrity wing? It was just here. Oh my God. Okay, here's the celebrity wing. We're at least gonna go from two. It started in two thousand four. Okay. Okay. So not too many. Uh, we have Pete Rose was the first one. Good choice. Choice that was bold just because we're like, well, if he can't get into the baseball, baseball Hall of Fame, Fame, goddamn pal, he'll be in ours. Uh, fair play to Pete Rose. He. He, if you go up for a tombstone, fuck it. Let yeah, me. he did good. We talked about Pete Rose yeah, on this. Yeah. Um, uh, William the Refrigerator Perry from yeah, uh, yeah the fridge. Who? Bob. Uh, he was a football player for the Chicago Bears. That was uh, huge. Okay. Just a uh, big man. Was he in one of the, uh, that Super Bowl shuffle? Yes. Yes. Okay. He, yeah, he was the fridge, and he he's he's a rookie, but he's no dumb cookie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Euchre. <laughs> Bob Eucher uh, has done some stuff with wrestling. Uh, I feel like I know that, know that name, name, but I don't too, know. But Bob Eucher, uh, have you seen Major League Baseball? Or Major League? Ma- yeah. The movie Major no. League. You've never seen Major League? No. Major- Just I a don't... bit outside. He uh, he was the announcer for that. He has... He's, he, yeah, he was on uh, the show with the... the uh, what the heck was it? He was, wasn't he the guy who had like the the the... Butler and his house, like in, oh, from the nineties. Yeah, Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere. He was on that. Yeah, wasn't he the dad? Pretty, pretty sure that was him. Okay, I don't know that. He played for the Cardinals a uh, okay. long time ago. But yes, like uh, if there's a yeah, obvious a... like blind spot in my okay. is did you sports. ever watch Mr. Belvedere? No, no. Are That's you for me? That listen, you need to go back and watch it. It's magical. Okay, the man was British. Uh, the other thing. Uh, 2011, Drew Carey. Cool. We skipped some years here. <laughs> there, there were some big gaps in the celebrity. It went 2004, 2006, 2010, uh, and then it got a little regular. Drew Carey. Uh, he was in a uh, a Royal Rumble one time. Whose ring is it in? Anyway, am I right? Yeah. Mike Tyson, 2012. Uh, <laughs> We've okay. talked. I mean, have we talked about we need? This is something we needed to cover at some time. Mike Tyson's involvement. I don't think we've talked. I don't about think we've Tyson. talked okay. about it. We, that, that that's that, a big that, story. That, that is a story for another time. But Mike Tyson, huge wrestling fan, of all the people on earth that would want to talk wrestling with, he's he would be a fascinating guy to talk wrestling with. He is an encyclopedia of like sixties, seventies, and eighties. Really? Huh, I didn't know that. That's um, awesome. Let's call him. Of course. <laughs> Don- get him on the phone. Of course. I, we'll Donald just say we're, we're a pigeon and he'll like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That would work. Donald Trump. Mm, cool. Uh, 2013, 2014, Mr. T. Yeah. Who was in? Who should be in it? He was in the first main event of right. WrestleMania ever. The first WrestleMania. Because uh, here's the th- like, yes. I feel like. What did Mr. T get started as? Was he a boxer or like a wrestler? He he was Before. a bouncer. Okay. This is true. He was a bouncer and uh, they were doing like a TV show of the baddest bouncers in America. It was produced by, uh, it was produced or hosted by uh, Sylvester Stallone. Perfect. And Stallone saw him and was like, I want him in the next Rocky. And so he was in three. Yeah. Rocky okay. three. Yeah. And that's where he started. And okay. then a team and all that stuff. Um. Uh, okay, see, so we also have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, and then last year was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. What is his involvement? Uh, he has hosted the show a couple times. I think he hosted like a divas like cat fight. I don't know. And then, uh, and then he also the main reason why they had him there. That is shaking. I'm just saying. I'm in, like, yeah, the yeah that pimp, sounds like that, that. pimp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the main reason why they had him there last year, I think they just wanted him there. And, like, it was very, if you recall, it was a very last minute. Like, oh, yeah, Snoop Dogg's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. It was very last minute. And I kind of knew why. Um, his niece is a wrestler or his oh. cousin. Cousin? Yeah, I think they're cousins. Okay, his, his cousin. A relative of his is a wrestler, Sasha Banks. and she's, Oh, that's really cool. She's a really good wrestler. Um and so, like, everyone kind of knew, like, okay, he, he's she's going to come out with him. And she did. And he, like, rapped over her song. And it was kind of cool. It was a good entrance for WrestleMania. They always try to do something a little special. Yeah. Uh, so he was – he got inducted to the Hall of Fame and came out with her. And that was why. They don't have a – they don't have a celebrity this year. But, oh, well. Who needs them? Yeah. Pop someone up at the last minute. I will say the other thing about the, uh, as far as I know, it seems like there are two governors and one president in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Actually, yeah, then I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about, yeah. I don't know if there's any more, but I know the one, I mean, one of the governors is the former government. Oh, no, because yes. governor of California. That's what, what I just said. Yeah, no, so yeah. I don't know. I don't understand what what Schwarzenegger did to get into the hall. Well, hosting. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize they, he hosted. They'll come yeah. out and host, and and uh, yeah, they used to have hosts all the time. He, he would and, come out and host. It, nothing, nothing special. Mike Tyson's was a little. Special. Hey, John Stewart, didn't he take a chair? Like in? he should be in it. Like he yeah, took when, a, when, when, when's John when's John Stewart getting his his turn? He took an attitude adjustment. Yeah, I yeah. mean the, that that man actually went into the if ring. You're, if you're a celebrity and you take a bump, you should get in. Yes. <laughs> um. So yes. It, then let's put Jeremy Piven in there. Um. Said no one. <laughs> I, Jeremy Piven. No, hang on. We're about because we're about to fight because I love PCU. Okay. Okay. I'll go with that. That's fair. Jeremy, I, I actually I don't hate Jeremy Piven, uh, but he did uh, to I forget what prom, what movie he was promoting, but he actually like got on the top rope and jumped off of it. And for someone that's a non wrestler, I think they highly advised him not to do that. <laughs> but uh, also, Machine Gun Kelly, which I don't want to put in there anyway. He he also he also took a pretty good bump from Kevin Owens, but uh, yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> I do digress. Uh, yes, two uh, Schwarzenegger hosted, and then of course Jesse Ventura's in the Hall of Fame, and uh, then you know who's in the Hall of Fame. So mm-hmm. one president, two governors. One president, two governors. That's all I know of that. One president, switched. two governors, three men enter. None leave. Oh, I think this should be said too. Uh, there's, there's <laughs> currently, there's currently two. Uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing because Matt's laughing. Yeah. I just I'm not snorted. laughing at my I own just, thing. I'm laughing at Matt's snort. No, Before we start, I'm sorry. We'll get there soon. There's two current. Uh, well, not current, but there's two wrestlers that are running for mayor of their town. Uh, one is Booker T. And the other is Kane. And Wait, hold Kane's, on. Kane's yes, of Kane Knoxville, for, yeah, Knoxville, Knoxville, Tennessee. He's running for mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. Is he, has he stopped wrestling? Uh, he's like semi-retired. He's like, you don't see him that much anymore, but. He, he's, he's, he's pretty well retired because he, he wants to, he's very, he's, he's very serious about being mayor. Yeah. He, he, he. <laughs> Might be mayor. I would love it if Kane was the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. Like anyone we've talked about more on this show, the most the disturbing episodes we've had have right. centered around Kane, Kane. Uh, and he's gonna be mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, he's running. He's running. He's gonna be. Uh, we also had a guy named Rhino run. Uh, oh, what was it? He he was running for. I think he was running for state. Uh, state representative. State representative. In, in, in yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Uh, he was running to be a state representative uh, <laughs> yes. under the Republican ticket. Was he, he running as Rhino? I don't think he used his <laughs> his wrestling name, but here here was the weird thing. Uh, I think Vince McMahon just did this to him just to do it to him. Uh, when he was winning his primary election, he won the Republican primary election up there. Uh, and I, I think it might have been Congress, state Congress, because I think it had something to do with Dearborn, Michigan. Anyway, anyway, he, uh, when he was winning that, he was seen on TV. Just his finishing move is a gore, just like, <laughs> just like goring someone backstage. Didn't have a match. He just did this one little move backstage while he was cur- winning his thing and that was like where it's like this is weird it probably lost him the election he got really close well not okay he got close that he won a primary right but i think it was sort of a landslide against i I will say i think if you're gonna run for political office based on um previous achievements you should have to go whole hog and run with whatever name yeah. uh, you base <laughs> you were previously achieved in. And so Je- Rhino, Jesse Ventura did. Well, and Jesse, wardrobe. Jesse and wardrobe. Wardrobe. Kane? Yeah, that's not his real name, is, is it? Is Kane? Is it? Jesse yes, Ventura? and wardrobe. Um, I, I, think I, I think his last name was Spanos, but oh, okay. he, he, he ran as Jesse Ventura. He ran as Jesse Ventura, and like okay, we that's said not last fun, week, though, because I, I think at the time, yeah, but Minnesota his, his thing was, was body Jesse the body Ventura. Yeah, yeah. he so should. What was Minnesota body. law? I, if I remember correctly, at the time, Minnesota law was your real name didn't have to appear on the ballot. You could oh. run as whatever you wanted to run as. <laughs> oh, well, like we like we said last week, though. Uh, Jesse Ventura was the announcer for the XFL while he was the active governor. Yep. <laughs> so look at look at me now, Mom. Uh, doing a lot of hard work. I just <laughs> I just really think 
Kane should have to try to win Mayor as Kane with the name Kane. Kane. Or I want him to be like, uh, fake in the diesel. mask, and he has to wear the mask. Or the the, like, the Christmas. You have to look and or, have the superhero villain. No, actually, name. if we're gonna make him own up to all of his gimmicks, yes, yes, yes. yes. Now, actually, we might not be thinking of the same okay. thing. Okay, uh, because in Smoky Mountain Wrestling oh, yeah. in the mid '90s, his gimmick was Unibomb. Nope, I don't. I didn't know that. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> Ooh. I, I thought you were going to say Dr. Yankum, but uh, no, it, it gets worse than Isaac Yankum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, okay, we're going to talk about a couple of uh, wrestlers that are get, getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. We already talked about one that was rude, finally. It's been uh, 20 minutes. Oh. Guys, shut up. We're not going to talk about that many. Uh, hey, what's I your talk... schedule in Chicago tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> it's, well, you it's, just um, send me an email. Yeah, let me send you an email. Oh, Hold okay. on. Did you get it? Uh, no, I'm no, not refreshed. Yeah, okay. Just, Re- hit refresh. Okay, you got it now. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> first on the docket is one of my faves. Uh, not only is he a former uh, champion, he is a. He also won the 1996 Olympic medal for wrestling. So okay. he, he's a real wrestler. Uh, Kurt hey, Angle. all wrestling's real. Kurt Angle. He's a Greco-Roman wrestler. Kurt Angle. Uh, he was the little hat dude, right? He wore a little hat yeah, one he time. Hat. He wore a little hat. It made everyone so happy. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. That should I be think the, that, that little hat would have made me happier had we not been shown it post uh whatever his name was yeah, as a woman p- post post the was it the greek wrestler what no, no it was Italian? uh oh, the po- man santino yeah santino. Santino. santino yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh the canadian the canadian santino. italian santino <laughs> well okay much like much like santino uh, uh i will give props to kurt angle because santino himself was a judo guy and most of most of the people that are like what they call shoot wrestlers like real fighters they don't kind of take to the comedy or gimmick side or the character side very well a lot of times because they don't want to embarrass themselves brock lesnar i don't see him doing anything besides brock lesnar bobby lashley people like that santino Oh my God! Was a great character, Kurt Angle. Great character. Yeah, he did. Kurt Angle would if if it made sense to where okay, this will help the story along. He'll do anything. He would do anything. <laughs> uh, little background on Kurt Angle. He did win the uh, 1996 medal, uh, one one of the medals for wrestling. Uh, he he had a good look about him, so Vince McMahon called him in, and uh, they kind of had a a meeting, and. This is Kurt Angle. He's a young guy, and he he's explaining it. He's like, we want you to be part of the team, all this stuff. And he goes, all right, well, if I do this, I can't lose ever. And he just kind of was like, we'll, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> like, like, and he just kind of smiles like, all right, this guy does not get it at all. <laughs> like, And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm embarrassed to say that, that I said that now. But I was just like, yeah, I don't know. And then he just was like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. And just did, turned down the offer. Uh, 
Do you know more about the ECW thing? I do. Okay. This is shit house insane. So I'm gonna I'll set it up a little bit, because uh, this is what I heard on his interview. So uh, Paul Heyman, who is an amazing, uh, amazing wrestling announcer, he can and promoter, or um, I'm sorry, manager, wrestling manager, he can convince anyone of anything. He could sell you this coaster that you already own <laughs> and you might buy it. He, I heard him Just check my balance, but you'll buy it. Yeah. I heard him one time try to convince people that, uh, that the undertaker gave Brock Lesnar diverticulitis and <laughs> it was, <laughs> he didn't try too hard, but if he tried harder, people would have believed him. <laughs> diverticulitis is an intestinal disease. <laughs> And they're like, wait, he get, how how would he give him a million? He's like, yeah, he's friends with the devil. He he can do that. And it's like, oh, what? <laughs> we we are talking about a guy in who in storyline can he's an electromancer. Yeah, undead cowboy from the old west. Why wouldn't he be able to summon communicable diseases? Uh, I can. So yeah. well, it's not. A, that's the thing, though. It's not really a communicable disease. You. Yeah, it's, it, you just kind of have it. Right. It's like, uh, oh, I heard he gave him depression. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he used his magic powers and made his brain sad. I heard he gave him diabetes. <laughs> Not onset, just like regular <laughs> genetics diabetes. Type A. Type A diabetes. Type A. <laughs> uh I heard he gave him Crohn's. Uh, all right. <laughs> We're moving on. Uh, I heard he gave him muscular dystrophy. <laughs> so, so Paul Heyman uh, was running ECW, and and ECW, we might have talked about it before. It was just this crazy hardcore wrestling league in philadelphia philadelphia has the worst fans <laughs> to the point where they were out of control and it was like almost the like like, vi- like violent like I'll, or, I'll explain or, one thing okay. and you can find this clip anywhere um when they when they used to ask like someone would ask for a chair in the ring and someone would just pick up their folding chair and throw it into the ring and they'd use that it became a a good kind of spot uh one time and Mick Foley was involved in this match I don't know who else was Terry Funk Terry, Terry, oh Terry Funk actually calls he just goes I need a chair give me a chair they threw every, every chair <laughs> yeah every, every, damn near every folding chair in the place ends up in the rain you Mick just, Foley's buried under feet of chairs is it Mick Foley or was it uh, someone like I think no, Funk gets uh, hit in the head from a flying one and yeah, falls over eventually falls over and then you just see Foley just get up and like break characters like yeah fuck this and just kind of walk out <laughs> to the point where the, the show has just ground to a halt where Joey Styles is getting on the PA stop throwing chairs yeah like, and people are just they keep doing it uh the reason Mick Foley quit that company is because uh someone brought a a sign to the show that said Kane Dewey which Dewey was his like four-year-old son at the time so he's like all right I'm leaving <laughs> uh, all right these people are out of control 
Uh, so he calls up Kurt Angle, who was this American poster boy at the time for wrestling, and he said, hey, somehow he convinced him that ECW was a mixture of professional wrestling and Greco-Roman wrestling, and it can't be anywhere close to that in real life. Yeah, like, it couldn't be further away it's from that It's not further from the truth. Uh, and so he's like, he, he, he's like, yeah, okay. And they had him be an announcer. Sean will take it from here. Okay. Well, just real quick, how they actually managed to hoodwink Kurt Angle into this whole thing. Kurt Angle was a nice Pittsburgh boy. Yes. One of their top stars at the time was Shane Douglas, who was also from Pittsburgh. So basically they used the local connection to get Kurt Angle in. And Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, it's a, you know. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's an easy drive. They'll let me promote whatever I want to promote. Yeah, I'll come down. Um, And Kurt Angle does guest commentary on a match and everything's going fine. <laughs> now, for what happens next, there is dispute about who knew what when. It's a lot like Watergate. <laughs> uh, the main event, the main event that night is Raven versus the Sandman. Mm-hmm. And it's it's craziness. It's it's your usual ECW main event. Everyone's using every kind of weapon. The big the big finale to this whole thing is Raven crucifies the Sandman. Yeah, puts him on a wood cross with barbed wire. <laughs> Kurt Angle is way the fuck Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and he lost his mind to the point where he said, not only am I never working for this company again, you're going to deny I was even here. Hmm. You cannot use my voice on this at all. I don't even want your money. I'm just leaving. He just uh, walked out. Uh, I'm going to take a step back real quick. <laughs> Crucifixion is not a Catholic thing. It's a Roman it was a thing. Roman it's a thing. Roman it's a thing. Roman Catholics, thing. you can't have everything. <laughs> and yeah, I... I don't try to take that. Now, Raven defended You can't this. have two pieces of wood how, that look like a T. How are you no. going to defend this? Raven defended it by saying, quote, What were we supposed to use? A star of David? Sandman would have rolled away. <laughs> oh, God. Great defense. Oh, Great defense. God. <laughs> oh, this is killing me. All right. Oh. So, so Kurt Angle's done with ECW. He's done with ECW. A couple years go, uh, like a year goes by or so, maybe a couple, and he sees, uh, he he's hanging out on the couch and he sees uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, on TV and he starts going like, man, I could have done that. I could, I could have done that. I should have done that. And he like started watching him a little more. He's like. I'm going to do that and called them back up, called up Jim Ross and goes, Hey, I want to do that. He goes, yeah, you got to audition this time. <laughs> you got to try out this time. We're not yeah, offering that, that, that was a one-time offer. Offers off the table. In. So he does. He thought it was hard. He claimed it was like one of the hardest things he ever done was that because they like run you for days. And then, uh, and then basically they said, all right, you're in. He picked it up real fast, uh, picked up like, you know the fake wrestling pretty fast uh and everything like to protect people and everything and was a big star not too not like not too far after that uh won some belts 
Uh, there's some really cool spots. Do you have the lead up to the tiny hat thing that everyone loves so much? Um, from from what I remember, yeah, I it's think... been a long time since I've seen mo- a lot of that ties in with the invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the immediate run up to WrestleMania 17, which is one of the handful of great WrestleManias ever, go seek out that card because it's fantastic. Vince McMahon buys WCW and a couple months before had also bought ECW. So the only two promotions that were in any way competing with him in America, he now owns. Mm -hmm. So everyone kind of figures out like, Oh, at some point they're going to do a WCW and at least WCW invades WWF. It's the only, it's the most logical thing they could do. And they fuck it up on every level. How? <laughs> well, for starters, for this to work, you would have to present WCW wrestlers as equals in any way, shape, or form, which Vince McMahon was not very interested in doing. <laughs> every WCW guy who actually came, because a lot of the top stars weren't on WCW contracts, they were on Time Warner contracts. So Vince McMahon didn't get their contracts and like Goldberg, Steen, yeah. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, they just stayed home and collected Time Warner checks until the contract came up. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have the top stars that were going to help draw as much money as you could and everyone else you made look like a bunch of scrubs. And we don't want no scrubs. Scrub no, is a guy no, who can't get no love from me. No mm-hmm. scrubs ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh any more on that? On finishing the lyrics. Oh, okay. Well, I got I got a couple on him. I, you can go. go I ahead. know the song that you're this, talking I've about. I've heard it. I I don't know what the words are after that. After that part, he's hanging on the side of his uh, best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Uh, Passenger side. I don't want no pigeons. Side. You ever heard that song? No, that's a good song. All right, Who's hey, it by? Uh, the sporty thieves. <laughs> it sounds like I just made that up, but I it swear, does. I swear I did not. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I swear I did no, not. No, he, he really did. This is a, this is a real thing that happened. The the thing I like about that song, "Sporty Thieves," it sounds like there's uh, it, one of the guys starts rapping on it. it sounds like he's like dying because <laughs> he's like got a short in his back. He's like, "Daddy, I can't, but that is your hair." Like it's just like it's like okay, take a breath, like calm down. Like he's talking through a dinner roll. Like, go ahead. So, <laughs> enlighten us through, through various acts of uh, through various acts of poor booking. WWF wrestlers end up running the alliance of WCW and ECW. Mm -hmm. Steve Austin and Kurt Angle end up essentially as the top heels in the alliance. And at this point, Steve Austin is wearing a cowboy hat an awful lot. And (laughs) Kurt Angle just wants to be Steve Austin's friend so bad. Yes. He's trying to emulate Steve Austin in every way to become as badass as he could possibly be. So I... If I remember correctly, the the setup is you hear Kurt Angle enter the room, but you don't see him yet. You just see Steve Austin wearing his cowboy hat. He looks really weirded out by something, and it pans to the right, and you see Kurt Angle wearing his tiny hat. 
and everyone was also happy. <laughs> Including Kurt Angle, he could not be. He couldn't have been happier. He looks to be wearing so this happy in um, those photos. The photos that I saw of that, he looks so happy. Like he does. He does so many. Uh, he does so many like cool little bits. Another bit I want to talk about is uh, Steve Austin. We talked about this maybe last week, uh, if not a couple weeks ago. Came out. Uh, with a beer truck and hosed everyone down with beer in the ring. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Kurt Angle combated that and came out in a milk truck and hosed everyone down with milk. <laughs> Please tell me who said, got milk? And he probably did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah it, it was I'm the sure. It was the first words out of Jim Ross's mouth. Oh, that was, yeah, Jim Ross. And yeah. also, Stephanie McMahon was in the ring at the time, yes. so one of the iconic lines from that was, the billion-dollar princess is now the Dairy Queen. Ah, oh. uh, I like that. <laughs> that's that's pretty, a good that's one. Nice. Uh, do you have any more on Kurt Angle? Uh, yeah, if, if we're talking, especially funny Kurt Angle. Okay. Uh, a few years after that, he gets into a feud with Shawn Michaels. Yes. And they bring back Shawn Michaels' old, basically everybody from Shawn Michaels' past. They bring back his old manager Sherry Martell. They bring back. His old tag team partner, Marty Jannetty, Angle destroys him. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, he comes out and he says, I've got a song for everybody. Now, Shawn Michaels' theme music was originally sung by Sherry. And it was all about, I'm fucking Shawn Michaels, don't you wish you were fucking Shawn Michaels? (laughs) But But once Sherry left, Shawn Michaels re-recorded the song, but didn't really change the lyrics. So it's now Shawn Michaels singing about... I'm fucking Shawn Michaels. Don't you wish you were fucking Shawn Michaels? <laughs> uh, that's I didn't know it was Sherry that was singing that song. I do love how everyone loves that. It's Shawn Michaels. He's this Hall of Famer and everything. His song is him singing, I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm it's, just a sexy boy. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. Um, they even tried to change that for a hot second there. Yeah, like and people it, weren't having it. It, it didn't work. They're like, no, you're you're all about you're all about fucking my yourself. My favorite thing Dude, about wrestling is, is whenever like the audience latches on to something oh, yeah. that it's like clearly a bad idea, yeah. or like or just was one of those ideas that. Says, it's like a 3 a.m. Coke idea or whatever. There's a lot. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this will be a one-off idea. It's like, nope, you got to ride that train yeah. now. It's yeah. a hand. It's uh, a- <laughs> so, so, so Kurt Angle comes out with Sherry and says, I've got a song for everybody. Uh-oh. Hit the music. And everybody's like, what the fuck is this? And Shawn Michaels' music starts. And then Kurt Angle starts saying, I think I'm cute. I got gold medals. I got the moves. That makes them all tap out the angle slam. The ankle lock. Marty Janetti still can't walk. I'm just a sexy Kurt. Sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. Uh, dude, that, that dude was great. Deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle, uh, star of Sharknado 2. Uh, <laughs> I had to bring that in there. Jericho's in Sharknado three. If anyone's taking care, literally of Sharknado just takes anyone. Anyone. Uh, he now, I, I Kurt Angle now looks like a hot dog that just started walking. But uh, <laughs> that's true. But I still love him. 
I still love him. <laughs> it was on the roller long enough to gain yeah. sentience. Yeah. He, he does have... He, he, he has... just crawled out a quick trip one day. <laughs> oh, also, he claims to have taken, uh, at one time, 65 Vicodin a day, which I really don't think... <sighs> Have we talked about it on this show? No, but I did read something about okay. it. He had some serious drug problems. But 65 a day, those are covered in Tylenol. That would destroy him alone. Yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised what people can build up a tolerance Okay. To. Well, then like never it's, mind. It's, 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 def- it's definitely not recommended, but no. if uh, you have the constitution of Kurt Angle or John Belushi, it's doable. <laughs> so... Yes, uh, Kurt Angle deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Who do you got next? Uh, let's go with Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, DDP. Uh, he is now a yoga instructor. Like Diamond national. yoga, right? Diamond like Dallas Page yoga, which now he just changed to DD, DDPY. I don't know why he did that, but okay. It, it, the name's just gotten shorter and shorter as time goes on because it started as like yoga for real guys or something like that yoga for regular guys yeah Yeah. it's weird anyway eventually it's just gonna be zippy why so that maybe that's what the whites have been saying the whole time when it's 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 just been ddp yoga (laughs) uh so yes oh oh, no I, i i you you told me to check out that Jake the Snake Roberts documentary. Yeah, that was that was very cool. Like, uh, so yes, if you haven't seen that, please please see it. It's a very very good documentary. Uh, DDP is of course all over it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Diamond Dallas Page. Okay, he got in. He got into wrestling kind of late in life too. Right? Yes, like, he, I think he, he was like thirty. Five? Yeah, he didn't actually start wrestling until he was 35. 35, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was 35 years old. He also, he was kind of a manager at first. He wanted to be a manager uh, and ended up just, like, kind of packing up what he, he, like, was a bar owner and everything. And he's just like, you know what? I got to do this and just mapped out what he was going to do. Uh, started managing, I think, what became Razor Ramon. Yeah, it yeah. ended up... Um, Scott Hall. Yeah, managed uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash mm-hmm. when he was Vinny Vegas. Vinny Vegas was his name. Uh, came up with a lot of cool ideas and then switched to DDP, and that's when he started wrestling. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about Diamond Dallas Page. So, got started late, so... Normally, you know, by the time you're 35, you've been wrestling for a long time. Your body's pretty well banged up. But for a guy his age, he was, you know, still in remarkably good shape, which gave him all that longevity. Uh, His big break really came in 97 with... It it helped that his his friends were the biggest heels in the company at the time, Hall and Nash. You know, they still remembered how much... Page had helped them out, so they decided, okay, well, you know, we're going to do our friend a favor and help get him over. Mm-hmm. They teased for a long time that, okay, we're going to bring Diamond Dallas Page into the NWO. So one night on Nitro, they get him in there, like they present him with an NWO shirt, like you're one of us, brother, go ahead and put it on. He put puts it on. Nash turns his back to Hall and DDP. Hall and DDP are shaking hands. Hall kind of backs up. DDP pulls him back in and hits him with a diamond cutter. And the place just explodes. <laughs> diamond cutter was a great finishing move. 
Uh, it was. It was a yeah. great move. And he never stopped working on variations for it. He wanted to hit it from any position you could think of. Yeah. Because um, because the beauty of the move is in its simplicity. He just has to grab your neck and you both just fall flat. So mm. as long as you're in a position where you can both fall flat, we can do a diamond cutter. Yeah. Diamond cutters are the it's an easy it's an it's not easy, but it's a cool looking move and uh look it up if you're if you're near your internet machine. But uh Yeah, there there's plenty of compilations <laughs> out there that are all great. But yes, um DDP for me, he was he was kind of a big star over at uh not too much over at WWE, even when the invasion angle, which that's a whole other. Oh thing. no, because they we're not even going to talk about oh, that. They buried him under the earth. Well, you know what we over. we could we could talk about his debut because that's an interesting story. It, it is. <laughs> they brought him in as a stalker. <laughs> yeah, DD, DDP was, was uh, stalking. Yeah, hang, hang on, hang on. You're uh, way ahead we're, of we're, us. We're, we're, you're we're way, get, we're you're get way ahead of the stalking bit. <laughs> Um, D- <laughs> DDP was one of the Time Warner guys, so he kind of just sit and collect checks for a little bit. Uh, his contract comes up, he wants to come in. So they had an idea to put him up against The Undertaker. So they start running vignettes uh, from The Undertaker's house being filmed on a camcorder. Mm-hmm. And Who's in the window but Mrs. Undertaker? Mrs. Undertaker. Yes. So they're doing like a guy filming the Undertaker's wife, gradually getting closer and closer. You get some heavy breathing, just really, really creepy shit. Like, like Mrs. Undertaker about town, Mrs. Undertaker at the library, at the dog groomers, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. Mrs. Undertaker has a very normal life of being married to a right. demon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's not a demon. He's just not dead. Okay, uh, the undead she, wizard cowboy. Undead. She knew what she's, she. Honey, I'm she going knew what she signed up for. Do you want anything? Uh, if you can give me some like hell biscuits or something. <laughs> yeah. I want popsicles. <laughs> Rest in popsicles. It's all he wants is popsicles. I would love to see that. I would love that so hard. <laughs> when it, whenever he does, like the 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 spooky turn on the lights, arm popsicles just come out of his sleeve. <laughs> I want M and M's, but not with peanuts. <laughs> I have an allergy. <laughs> I have an allergy. You're in my yard. <laughs> I'm out of pizza rolls. <laughs> There's a squirrel in my yard. I just want him to like just get mad. That's another. We, Fluffy, on. go get the squirrel. Get the squirrel, girl. Do you it's, think? Do you, do you think that like every time like like he goes into a different room, his wife goes into a different room, he's just there already. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <She's> like <laughs> she turns on the light and he's just, just standing it, in the gotta, middle of the room. <laughs> You don't, you know, honey, you don't have to follow me. It's all I know how to do. It's the only way I can get in here. Just get in here. I Uh, travel via light. I I forgot how to open doors in 97. uh, uh, Somebody, a fan posted a video where the Undertaker uh, just on Monday not only got into the ring, and of course this was a week ago when you're listening to it, uh, not only got into the ring, uh, 
like he appeared in the ring. They caught him on like on their cell phone climbing into the ring, but he also kicked a camera guy in the face when he did it <laughs> on accident. It was dark. He didn't. No one knew where anyone else was, but he just like dove in and kicked a guy in the face when he was diving in <laughs> in the dark. So sorry to spoil. The you magic. ruined the reality for yeah. me, man. Um, everything I hoped it was real. <laughs> I hope that one uh, thing in all of wrestling. Was so real. Mrs. Undertaker. Yeah. Okay. So Undertaker is getting really pissed. He wants to know who's who's fucking with his wife, and. Uh, Gisto, an episode of Raw. Now, at the, at the time, Undertaker had uh, this was in full on American badass phase. Okay, Undertaker. this is something we might need to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Real quickly, let's. Uh, just... Undertaker needed to. He felt the need to reinvent himself in the late '90s, early 2000s. Like, like the. Uh, the dead man gimmick was getting pretty stale. Did we talk about this like two weeks he, ago? He like he like rode I, a mi- motorcycle and had a, like a bandana or something, yeah, right? Yeah, and he came out to Limp Bizkit's rolling. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> we that, didn't the, talk about it. I think that's all we need to know. I think it's all it's the most two thousand two shit you could have imagined. Keep rolling. <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? And, and he rode a motorcycle down sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that was his. If he and, didn't feel like walking, he he he. Fired up the motorcycle. His pants said "Dead Man Ink" on them, and he and he would say, "You're in my yard." <laughs> yeah, he he became all of a sudden he became very interested in property rights. Yeah, he was he became an old man too. You're in my yard, you damn kid. Pull your pants up. But uh, get okay, me so, prunes from the store. Yeah. <laughs> I need prunes. I'm backed up. <laughs> I need Bingay, more. gay if it's not too much trouble. The dead man needs more fiber in his diet. <laughs> Put on Channel 11, Matt Locks on. Matt Locks on. <laughs> then when I go to bed, I'm going to watch QVC. <laughs> this nah. turned into Sam Elliott. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I, I'm not mad about. Not mad. Um, so, so, uh, so one night on Raw, Roland starts... A man on a motorcycle comes down, but he's wearing like a like a like a baklava mask, mm-hmm. so you can't see who it is. And everybody's like, "Oh, this must be the stalker! What a what a what a heel! We're ready to boo the shit out of this guy." Gets out, does like Undertaker, like I'm I'm the baddest motherfucker around. Pose, reaches down, whips off the mask real quick as Diamond Dallas Page, and you hear the whole crowd just go, "Oh shit! Yes, he's here!" <laughs> Yeah, everyone was excited. Uh, he loses that match and then doesn't win any matches no, after that. No, Taker just beats him straight for six months. Taker's wife beats him. <laughs> that's that's sad, Mrs. Yeah. Taker. Mrs. Taker. Yeah. She, she she that day she went to the store. Mm-hmm. She uh, got some lunch at Quiznos with a gal pal, mm-hmm. and uh, then went and beat uh, DDP. Um. <laughs> And then since we're closing out, do you have a little bit more on DDP? You don't have to. Um, A, a little bit. We have to backtrack just a okay. touch. We have to go back to yeah. WCW. Okay. Uh, WCW was always looking for mainstream acceptance, just like any other wrestling company was. So they wanted to really tie in with the fact that Des Rodman was a super controversial basketball this player. This needs to be talked about, yes. Okay, so... <laughs> They WCW throws 
an insane amount of money at Dennis Rodman to start showing up with the NWO. Like $200,000 in appearance. Mm -hmm. So someone has the idea, okay, the Chicago Bulls have just beaten the Utah Jazz in the NBA Finals, which... Uh, which Rodman actually left before game four to show up on Nitro and then flew back. So, <laughs> yeah, like, well, the checks are clearing, so I'm, I'm clearly going to come. So someone had the idea, well, we've already got Dennis Rodman. Let's call Carl Malone and see what he's doing. I got a little bit of background on this. You probably heard the same story, too. Uh, so Diamond Dallas Page... He had he had kind of a gimmick that he did where he would always do the diamond cutter, kind of like the Jay Z yeah, yeah, diamond, yeah. which he sued for. Oh, DDP yeah. sued Jay Z. Yeah, yeah like you stole the rock away. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, so he would always do the diamond, and uh, he sit, he's uh, one night he's at a uh, at a Utah Jazz game, and he's sitting like twenty rows back, uh, Diamond Dallas Page sitting twenty rows back. Towards the end of the game, he he like looks over at the bench, and Carl Malone just looks up and just does a diamond cutter to him. And he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like what? And, and just does a diamond cutter. So he like runs down and talks to him, and they meet after the show, or after not the, after the show, after the game. And uh, and he was like, "Oh yeah, my mom's been taking me me to wrestling since." Carl Malone been going to wrestling since he was a young boy, <laughs> and like every they they would go to local wrestling, they would go to local wrestling and everything, and so he still watched it, and so that's where they're like, he's like, uh, apparently he called up Eric Bischoff and he's like, hey, um, I got Carl Malone here. Do you think we can bring him on and it would be a tag match between? Yes, stop talking. Yes, get him on the plane. That was it. <laughs> he got, he goes, Yes, absolutely. Get him on the plane. We'll figure out money when he gets here. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we'll just throw money at him. Sure. (laughs) So we then have a tag match between uh, basically Hulk Hogan and uh, and Dennis Rodman versus Carl Malone and (laughs) Diamond Dallas Page. That's Uh, magical. Yes. Oh, he gets better. Did they, dwar- did they completely dwarf the wrestlers in, in the room, or were they um, like almost equal height? Well, 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 yes. well, 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 one of the things it because one, one of the things you found out during this match, if you didn't already know, Hogan's not really six eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the other thing that recently, for some reason, uh, uh, Undertaker went to a Cavaliers game dressed as Undertaker, and I they don't know why, and like some of those basket players. Basketball players were uh, uh, kind of they were taller than Undertaker, and <laughs> who's supposed to be seven feet tall or something. Right. So yeah, like well, osteoporosis is a bitch, yeah. old man. If well, you well, they, if you're a professional wrestler and you're six seven, you're seven feet tall. Right. Yeah. Like I, I'm five nine. They would probably bill me as like five eleven and a half. No, if you're five nine, they bill you as smaller. <laughs> like that's that's their thing. They, they he's five eight. Four, he's three they, feet tall. He's, he's three feet tall, guys. <laughs> he's three feet tall. Damn it. <laughs> they, would, uh, they would start giving my weight. They'd start giving my uh, my height in meters. Yeah. He is seven <laughs> meters. Like what? That's not even real. That's like, huge. That's, that's like huge. enormous. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody call the cops. There is a there is a mutant of a man here. <laughs> 
yeah. So yes. So it kind of goes how you'd expect. I mean, because Rodman and Malone are clearly athletic men, but they don't know how to wrestle. They can. Malone can actually throw a decent arm drag from what I from what I remember, but the match goes on forever. It's like a twenty five minute match, and between four people who. I love Diamond Dallas Page and Hulk Hogan's really problematic these days, but none of these guys really needed to be in the ring for 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another celebrity match that he was involved in, I may or may not have mentioned this on the show before, uh, he was involved in the match where David Arquette ended up winning the championship oh, belt. Oh, yeah. Uh, which killed WCW. <laughs> As Diamond Dallas Page put puts it that was like a knife going into the basketball and it was like well game's over now <laughs> okay so let's just kind of me- do you got do you got much more uh, uh, just, uh, real quick though real quick okay who won the match between uh, rodman and i think hogan and rodman won via fuckery yeah fuckery fuckery <laughs> heel tactics Fuckery happens a lot. Uh, fuckery, that old nemesis of wrestling. Yep. Uh, uh, just, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna hit them uh, real quick, uh, which is real unfortunate because I could talk about them for a long time. The Rock and Roll Express are being inducted by Jim Cornette. Hell has officially frozen over. So, Jim Cornette. I don't even know why he left. Uh, how? How? On what terms he left the last time? It doesn't sound like they were not, good. Not great. It doesn't sound like they were good. He he's worked with the uh, Jim Corn- Cornette. I might have talked about this. He his whole gimmick is he came out with a tennis racket <laughs> to the ring. He was a manager. He also did a lot of backstage stuff. Uh, he was not like it. They didn't leave on good terms there. And and uh, people were like, oh, he he's talked shit on the company a lot since he left and they're like he's never coming back and now he's inducting this uh group the rock and roll hall or rock and roll hall of fame rock and roll express into the hall of fame and uh the rock and roll express from i don't know a whole lot about them uh i just saw one of their last matches that was on tv which was uh uh part of the uh final deletion series uh this one (laughs) this one was uh uh the tag team what i forgot what they call it it was the one that the match the entire show took place at the hardy compound yeah and it was all over their thing and this i'm just gonna highlight this it was the rock and roll express versus the hardys the broken hardys on cherry pickers they were they were wrestling over a ring on cherry pickers and then and then uh broken matt hardy somehow goes down on the cherry picker and one of them is i forget which one from the rock and roll express is still up there he's still up on up in the cherry picker and then he just like raises the matt hardy raises it higher and he goes Fly away, Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton. Ricky yeah. Morton, you're an angel. Fly away. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, and, and get, he's get, just this get, old man going, "Get me the hell down." <laughs> he's get, like sixty get, years old. Giggling aside, Matt Hardy is right. Ricky Morton is an angel. He's like, "You're an angel. Fly away." <laughs> that's and that's how that section of it ended it. but it was just and he's just like get me down where are you 
Uh, so, I, yeah, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah, the Rock and Roll Express, still wrestling, still really good for as old as they are. Um, they're in their 60s, right? Yeah, thereabouts, yeah. early mm-hmm. 60s. Um, big, big in the 80s and early 90s, mostly like Memphis, Mid-South, uh, Mid-Atlantic with Crockett. Came mm-hmm. up to WWF for a second, but yeah. that was part of Vince's whole weird I don't like Southerners thing. He still kind of has that. Yeah, Vince, Vince is weird about the South. He was, everyone's like, AJ Styles, he's your guy. And he's like, he's got a he's got an accent. <laughs> and uh, for many things, we'll talk about, we were going to talk about Steve Austin a, 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 while, a couple episodes ago, but I wanted to table that for another time. Um, but even with Steve Austin, he they're like, okay, this guy's really good with, talking so we're gonna give him a microphone that man will never have a microphone he's got a southern accent and he just he just hates the southern accent until he gets used to it he's like oh he's great why wouldn't you give him a microphone it's <laughs> goddamn pal well once he once he stops hearing his stepfather he's fine yeah and that's pretty much it we talked about that yep. last week too uh. um i think that's he did grow up in florida so i think that's pretty much what it is uh uh one of AJ Styles is one of the best, and uh, he's got a heavy Georgia accent, which he's kind of it's kind of faded, or else I just got used to it. But like, he's gotten better at promos anyway. Yep. Uh, so he didn't like the Southerners. Rock and Roll Express were Southerners. Yeah, wait, very Southern. Southerners, fuck. Oh yeah, Southerners, <laughs> fuck. Uh, give me one Rock and Roll Express story to end this. Uh, just, uh, just real quick. Uh, one of their big Memphis feuds was against Randy Savage and Ooh. his uh, his brother Lanny Poffo. Oh, and at, <laughs> oh, hey, Lanny, Lanny Poffo's a good wrestler. Uh, real really talented guy. They just didn't. They never really pushed him. He's nice. Kevin's yeah. face is. Kevin's face he is was the face you Lan- make when Lan- you're just Lan- telling yourself if you don't have something nice to say, don't say Lan- anything. Lanny-, <laughs> Lanny Papa was a really nice man who could suck his own dick. Is that true? Yep. What? Now I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, that changes my entire word, opinion. Word word around the campfire on the interview circuit was Lanny Pifo was he was flexible enough he could get it in. That's so weird. Not big enough, flexible enough. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, look, it's wrestling. You all wear trunks. There's not really a whole lot left to the imagination. You know who's got what. Uh, uh, okay. But anyway, uh, Memphis's big thing, uh, depending on whether depending on whether you needed it to be banned or legal in the storyline, was they didn't like mm-hmm. pile drivers. Oh, yes. And Randy said they're doing a tag match in Memphis at the Mid-South Coliseum. Brawls to the outside. Savage gets Ricky Morton up on a table and pile drives him through it. Oh, a damn. thick table in I don't think this, this wasn't a gimmick table back then. It it was it looked like it was gimmicked, but it was okay. still a it was still a big table. Uh, yeah, yeah. So people lost their mind. Because especially in especially at the time in the South, and Jim Cornette will talk about this a lot. You had two kind of baby faces. You had badass baby faces mm-hmm. who could just kill everybody on earth, and then you had blowjob baby faces. You had the pretty boys who draw in the who drew in the girls. And then you had the guys that could suck their own dick. <laughs> that, was, 
that was a whole different. Which I, is a league of its own. Yeah. I don't know how we ever got him out of the house. Tell you the truth. That's true. Yeah. Uh, is that on? We, we we found him dead in his room. You know, roll, roll up in a ball like one of, okay. like a rolling police. I had no we, idea. We couldn't figure out how to get him out, but then we just pushed him. Okay, <laughs> we just rolled him to the. We're gonna name room. some of the other inductees and then end this in a way that I didn't know I was gonna end this because this reminds me of a weird dream I had recently, <laughs> and we're gonna tell it because okay. it was hilarious. Um. Any any more on uh, Rock and Roll Express? Um. Aside from they're great and go look them up. Um. Not not a whole lot because I know we're being a little bit pressed for time. Okay. Um. We care. also have uh Teddy Long who. <laughs> hold on a minute, player. Okay. Yeah. He he. Hold on, player. Holla holla. And, straight straight up tag team match memes. Uh. Beth Phoenix who was uh, uh through the Divas era she was one of the few like actual female yeah. wrestling came, came along too soon if she. If she if, was around now, if, if, if she was twenty five now instead of thirty five, her career trajectory is way different. Ravishing Rick Rude, we talked about him, Praise uh, God. and then <laughs> what? Praise God! Praise, Praise God! God. <laughs> Ravishing Rick Rude. Um, and who is in? Who who is in the? They now have this happened last year. Apparently, they they call it the the legacy uh, wing, and it's basically all these Hall of Famers, kind of these wrestlers that were kind of around before. Uh, WWF or probably WWWF, but yeah, around before WWF. Yeah, these these are going to be territorial guys or earlier uh, for the most part. I can name all of them last year because they because uh, they have some funny names: Sailor Art Thomas, Luthez, St. Louis's own Luthez, uh, Pat O'Connor, also St. Louis connection, Ooh. ran the uh, ran the booking office for a while. Nice, Ed Strangler Lewis. And uh, one of my favorites, or two of my favorites, I'm sorry, George Hackenschmidt and Frank Gotch. Uh, that was last that, year, though, right? Those, that was last year, and also Mildred Burke. And, uh, and, and Frank Gotch, his his tagline was always, Gotcha! It might have been, because their, their big claim to fame was wrestling each other. Yeah. In, 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 19, <laughs> in 1905. Basically... The NWA traces their championship lineage back to that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, so, it, and it went for like 17 days. Yeah. They, those matches would go forever. <laughs> like there was one in Madison Square Garden. Or what would, uh, like, what would be? A, a couple of Madison Square Gardens ago. A couple of Madison Square Gardens ago. Uh, there was one that went for like seven hours. And it was mostly on the mat. Apparently Luthez was one of the first guys like, we should stand up during the match. <laughs> Yeah, at, at some point during the 30s, someone went, you know, if we rigged this shit and made it exciting, more people would come. Yeah. And, and, the, and like, they, lose, they, they actually were rigging it, but, like... Well, yeah, but not in any but, kind of entertaining way. It was more yeah. just like, okay, you're going to win eventually at some point in the night. Yeah, and, like, Luthes was like, let's just kind of jump around a lot. And yeah, they're like, like let's uh, make a show wait, of what? it. I like the idea that they spent seven hours laying next to each other on a mat. They, they loved each other. They think, loved each think other. Of, think of every boring headlock spot you've ever seen and stretch that for the whole match and um, make it as long as Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I... Sounds I forget, like a date night to I me. forgot Aww. who was in the legacy this year, but... Uh, the the oh. big standouts, uh, Dr. Jerry Graham, Ooh. which is, that's a 
I, as much as I would love to take a field trip inside the head of Vincent Kennedy and McMahon, I can't. But that feels like a personal pick because Doctor Jerry Graham was Vince's favorite wrestler as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vince's dad hated Doctor Jerry Graham. Yeah. Because, uh, so are, are 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 most of these that are getting inducted are they dead? So, WWF, that was the company that Vince McMahon's father Vince promoted, Senior, yeah. Vince Senior yes. uh promoted, right? Yeah, this was what was originally Capital Sports and then became the Worldwide Wrestling mm-hmm. Federation. Okay. Um but yes, the, there's a couple who else just quickly. Um Tootsmont. Tootsmont. He was a big promoter. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of helped uh, run New York with Vince Senior owned a piece of the office for a long time mm-hmm. with Gorilla Monsoon uh, and Ricky Dozon. Uh, essentially, he's the biggest figure in the history of Japanese wrestling. Okay, but he's Korean. Weird. <laughs> he was a Korean sumo wrestler. Uh, eventually, started kind of popularizing professional wrestling in Japan in the fifties by wrestling Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just after the war the Japanese population wants to feel good about themselves again, will present a heroic Japanese figure against the evil Americans. And it got monstrous ratings. There were matches where Ricky Dozon versus Luthez or Ricky Dozon versus the Destroyer would get 80% of the households in Japan that owned a television were watching the match. Damn. That's awesome. All right. We're going to... And... and uh, but he got in trouble with the Yakuza Uh-oh. Over, for reasons <laughs> yes. unknown. And uh. he he died of an infection that he re, that he contracted after being stabbed with a knife soaked in urine. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Uh. Yeah, he was at a club. This guy who was with the Yakuza comes up, stabs him with this piss blade. <laughs> Ricky Doza no-sells it, basically just shoves him and tells him to get the fuck out. And keeps keeps partying because I'm Ricky Joe's hand and don't shit stop me. Uh, and then a week later, he's basically like, "Ooh, maybe I should go to the hospital." Like, well, it, that's that's really infected, and there's nothing we can do for you now. Wow, you're just going to die. Uh, I want to I want to I want a group, and I want to call him Pissblade. 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 Uh, we're gonna end with this weird dream I had the other night. It involves wrestling a little bit. Uh, and I thought it was funny. Uh, it all so I I just was standing outside of this building. I've never seen this building before, and I see these group of this group of people running up to me. And one is is a friend of mine, uh, Dave Marr. <laughs> He's one's a friend. <laughs> the people that are chasing him, I don't know who they are except for AJ Styles, the wrestler, <laughs> in full gear. God, watch and out, so, Dave Marr. So no, this is this gets weird. So Dave didn't want none. He didn't want none. Ah, so Dave's like, come with me, and like grabs me by the arm, and we're going into like in into this building, and it has like this scanner, you know, like kind of like a name badge scanner or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Except Dave scans his dick on it. <laughs> <laughs> he just swipes his dick past it and. And uh, he's like, come on. I'm like, that's weird. And then what's weirder is, like, we kind of we go behind this door and, like, look out the window of this door. And uh, and AJ Styles is like, oh, you think you got away? And holds up a fake dick. 
like he was gonna like he had the special like like he had a mold Dave, of his dick that he David could get dick. in yeah because like they have retina scanners and uh, things yeah. like that why not a dick scanner why not <laughs> and so they measure foreskin That's yeah. the only so then then he goes up and also i should note this in my dream it it kind of like made like a it was it was kind of like a scene from a an anime thing where it kind of like kind of glistened when he held it up it just it like just you like zoom in and be like haloed it, like, it was like Ping! and like behind it it was highlit and then and then he runs up and starts swiping and you, you just hear damn it <laughs> it didn't work and then we got away and i woke up thinking all right that was weird what that, the what the fuck what? is going on in your subconscious? What does that know. say about you? I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. I just have I have like so many questions. Right. First yeah. question, all the questions. First question, first, all the questions. First question. Yeah. Why do you think David has a magical dick yeah. that can get you into places? Like, like, I, his, how, I will say, it's way, not like his dick d- came out. It was just like his, he wiped his pants across his <laughs> thing. Okay, and, fair. Oh, okay. So, wait, so okay, his dick has an RFID chip? Yeah. Yeah. Much. <laughs> but like, I, I was like, how? what does Kevin's imagination think that David's dick looks like? I already told well, David. No, it, no, I, no, he knows already, exactly what yeah, it is. How, it's how, a glistening dick. How generous were you today? No, here's the thing. Like, how the, big the was the it AJ in St- AJ Styles' hand? The AJ Styles' hand, that was just like your normal dildo. It, it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't like a No, it was just like it was just like go go to any sex shop and just be like, yeah, dildo off the wall. Like it was just any like normal it looked plastic it, it wasn't anything special any more questions <laughs> you, sh- you sure you want that one this one over here has a two and a half horsepower briggs and stratton motor that you have to pull start we call and it this the one Punisher. this one you can use to stab people we call it the piss blade, call the piss blade. The piss blade. <laughs> see you next week guys bye go watch wrestling Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your home address. Home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.